outside the ring and they have kind of like a um they have actors that are playing it in like keep talking just let you know we live I was gonna say so they have actors that are kind of playing it in like a blurry sort of like misty memory type scene so that you can't really tell that they don't look exactly like the people you know, in the original right. situation, but okay. you get the idea of who they exactly. are. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna have to get into that. So that. And then you have a lot of people around the situation that basically narr not narrate it, but they they speak about it throughout the episode, and you get a lot of like a lot of crazy details. I mean, they've had three so far, and they were all really good. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I've been wanting to get back in wrestling for a minute, but I just keep stopping and going, and uh, I say I'm gonna do it, never get committed to it, but. Right. I haven't watched it in probably about 15 years, so I, I really want to get because it seems like it's a it's something real popular that people are talking about. So I, I'm a, I'm gonna try to get into it anyway. Um, I don't know if anybody knows for certain. I mean, I talk about it a little bit, but it's a lot that goes into this podcast. It really does. I mean, we're small, we're upcoming, but I'm very committed to this, and I can't ask for these two guys that are with me. These guys, um. They're committed to it as well, and they've been over backwards to, to help keep this podcast running. Even with Bill's doing his thing with his music, DJ has various things going on with him, but they try to come together to make this go. And like I said, I can't thank you guys enough. Um, we had an issue yesterday. Uh, I was running around with my son. We had an my- issue. You had an issue. And so did Kofi. He had the same issue. Yeah, so. Kofi from the, pre- yeah, from the Press Stop podcast. Shout out to Kofi. Yeah, Man, window, Windows 10 had an issue. Yeah, like Windows 10 messed everybody up. Windows but, uh, 10 is utter shit. It, it, exactly. You know, I would run around getting my son and from daycare and then my wife. She was sick. And I basically got the podcast up and running at like 6.54. And once I got it up and running, then the bottom fell out and Windows 10 crashed everything. But uh, anybody who's coming here to listen live or anybody who's going to listen to it after we finish, anybody who listened to it on iTunes and SoundCloud, we really appreciate it. We're going to try to start um, doing a podcast um, within an hour time frame, and we may end up trying to do this on Thursday. So this is kind of a test run. Based on uh, and um, our availability. I mean, like I said, these guys are—they try their best to be available on Wednesdays, but Thursday may be more viable because more people in the sports gaming community tend to be on YouTube on Thursdays. But nevertheless, we have a lot of topics. This is episode number three of the First and Frame Rates podcast. I'm gonna get into the intros, bills. Your music career. Let us know what's going on with it. A lot's going on right now, man. I'm taking these pictures for the album and everything, and we're recording album? these. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Album. Yeah, man. I got an album coming. EP first. EP first. You know, baby right. steps. But so you um, mean those aren't stripper photos? Oh boy. See, <laughs> Here we go again. see, I, I'm not. I'm not even going. I'm. I'm trying to. I'm trying to be a new man. I'm not gonna engage in That's these conflicts. I'm right, not trying. You know, I need to. I need to keep my myself in a a good light for social media. You know, the future. So I'm I'm not trying to argue with you today. <laughs> um, you know, I'm not. I'm, tr- I'm gonna try not to cuss. Everybody knows how hard that is. Um, so yeah. Oh really? Uh, <laughs> nah, not at all. Um, but anyway. No, nah, I mean the music's been going good, man. I- I'm actually on another fast too, which is going pretty well. That's good, good. And 
Yeah, man, I haven't caught much of the playoffs, but I can speak on uh, what little I've seen so far. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we're going to run through that pretty quick because, you know, the playoffs don't really get interesting to the second round, but the fact that there's been a lot of upsets in a couple of these games is, is something I want to, you know, just touch on. Uh, mm -hmm. DJ, our debacle from yesterday with Windows 10 didn't really help matters, and I know you gave me some insight on what I should have done with that little bit of footage. I do apologize because that could have mm -hmm. been a good – gag reel for later on down the road i i noted that for later um what's going on with you dj oh things are good you know i had a friend over earlier so you know things oh, okay. are looking good oh okay it's funny it's like i'm around people that know to take take things further than what they're supposed to go so and she's probably listening too so Hey man, listen. She, what, do what you do. Hey man, we got people out here disliking our video, man. We know how it is. We love you too, but um, if you guys are listening, man, click no, the like. No, no, no hold you. on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. If you dislike the video, come in the chat right now and state your name, because I want to see who the hell you are. We want right. to state your you. name, address. Well, you know that. You know they stay. You, you know that. And the last time you got pussy, please. Because clearly it's been a while if you're that uptight about our podcast. That just know, started. Man. But, yeah, man. But, okay. uh, you know, man, give us that support, man. We don't ask, but, you know, click that like button, man. Let, let us know how much you uh, like the content. Cause we just we really do try our best to give you the best content possible. Um, we're going to try to confine this within an hour for people who are on, like, work commutes throughout the week who want to listen to us after the fact people who may want to uh you know just not try to keep keep y'all uh you know held and hostage by our lovely voices um <laughs> <laughs> anyway um we're going to talk the about way i hold up the way i look at it is that since if we're going to do it on thursdays y'all going to be captivated for two hours or three hours technically so yeah you might as well come through yeah right exactly. you're, gonna be you're gonna be seated and eating dinner anyway right, right. yeah that is true so um with the two 2019 nfl schedule we're going to talk about ovechkin a little bit of nba playoffs and i didn't discuss this with bills because bills wasn't here the uh, um yesterday the euphoria engine the reason why i pulled that up because we know how the euphoria engine works now with grand theft auto 5 red dead redemption 2 we really want to talk about how would that look now if it was in a football game compared to how it was with Backbreaker back in 20? Don't forget about Max Payne 3. Oh, yeah, Max Payne 3 as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. So since that engine's been more refined now, I really want to, you know, just touch on what we think how it will look now compared to, like, how Backbreaker was. It was kind of bare bones and really raw. It, I mean, it was it looked really nice, but it was, it was really wonky at the time. But uh, anyway... Uh, 2019 NFL schedule. Um, I saw a few of them, and uh, it was uh, quite compelling. A lot of good games going to be uh, up this year. Um, low key, uh, if if the football just stay high quality instead of trying to be like a um, a score fest like they try to make the NFL, they could easily possibly, and I hate to say it, they could make the AAF an afterthought if they actually have quality football because the matchups are really good. Um, Bills, did you get a chance to look at any of the schedules? Um, looking at it right now, I saw the Patriots schedule, which was a bit interesting, uh, especially considering we're losing Gronk this year. So I'm trying to take a look at it now. Right. Okay. Um, DJ, what about you? What are your thoughts about it? Well, I know right now the Redskins schedule, the fact that we – it's interesting because when you look at it in quadrants of four – 
Mm-hmm. Uh, our schedule is balanced. I'm not talking about the, the opponents. I'm talking about the balance between home and away. It's like two and two, two and two, two and two. And how they're doing it is that for our schedule, the last two quadrants, like uh, the last eight weeks, it's going to be road, home, home, road, road, home, home, road. So okay. I, I thought it was, we have a bye week in week 10, which we got after what week four last year. Uh-huh. So that bye week is going to come at a crucial time. We don't have a Thanksgiving nationally televised game. And that's you know, actually we interesting. Up- that's interesting because like the Redskins and the Cowboys and the Lions are usually like the three teams that always have one. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's funny. I believe the Patriots are playing on Thanksgiving. Was, oh, wait, hold on. Usually the 24th of Thanksgiving. Nah, it's not. It's usually between the 23rd and the 28th, somewhere around there. But yeah. that week that I was talking about, we are playing Dallas, so that's going to be a pretty good game. I mean, I'm looking at the schedule right now. Uh, we're playing Cleveland. That's going to be a really good game. Uh, well, I got one game that I already have circled. It's a, it's a Thursday night game against Minnesota in Minnesota. So I hmm. think a lot of Redskins fans have that game circled. They want to see if, if it was the Redskins at prime time. Right. Those Kirk Cousins at prime time. <laughs> I tend to think it was the Redskins in prime time that were complete shit. Yeah, because so. we have five. We have five prime time games this season. Uh, oddly enough, the KC game isn't a prime time game. Uh, the Giants is a prime time game. Um, the Baltimore Ravens that's a prime time game. Houston's a prime time game. So I mean, I'm looking at the schedule, and honestly, I'm not too worried about too many of these teams. Okay, this is interesting. These are your um your Thanksgiving games. The Bears playing the Lions. You know the Lions always on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. The Bills, the Buffalo Bills are playing the Cowboys. I think that 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 opponent for the Cowboys is odd for Thanksgiving. <clears throat> you never hear about the Bills around this time of year. Or just them being in Thanksgiving game. I'm sorry, but did the Bills have some type of secret signing for them exactly. to get this spot? That's what, that's what I'm saying. And you also have the Saints and Falcons. Now, I'm surprised that that's going to be a Thanksgiving game, but that's actually pretty interesting. Yeah, they're always – those are always good games. Yeah, they're good games, but Thanksgiving-worthy? I mean, you never hear about any of them playing on Thanksgiving. But yeah. never, nevertheless, I think that the Bills should have been kicked out of that, that equation, but – Whatever. Um, what games that are compelling to you guys? Um, as far as your team, I know as far as my team, I really um, let me look again. Uh, did I get the teams? Where are the teams? No, no. Somebody else go wild. Look, wild look. Um, I definitely am looking forward to that Cleveland game, especially if Cleveland has things going by week eight. Um, oddly enough. That we're we're missing that Kareem Hunt comeback by one week. Oh, that yeah. sucks. Oh, that sucks. That'd have been nice. That'd have been nice. I know. So um that's gonna be interesting. I always want to see how we match up against the Jets. It's obviously a divisional matchup, but you know, I always want to see how we match up against the Jets. Um and the yeah, other game all the time. I mean the the, the 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 team that well the Jets are kind of more improved, but what I'm worrying about is are y'all gonna let one game slip away from the Dolphins again? You see, like yeah. that one game. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. See, no matter what, is you always lose one game to the Dolphins for some And it's reason. always late in the season. Like we're facing them week seventeen this year. I just just see oh, some bullshit, my. bro. It's like every 
time. Like, we faced them week two. We faced them in Miami, so at least that's a positive, that it's in Miami first. Right. Um. But, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at this. We have KC week 14. That should be an important game for seeding, honestly. That should be. Um, that should be. And then, yeah, I mean, Dallas. Uh, always interested to see how we play against Dallas. Dallas should be pretty good this year. So Dallas has been good for long as um, Dak and Ezekiel are healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been actually low-key a pretty decent team. I mean, I, I don't care for the Cowboys, but I have to respect the fact that that offense is actually pretty good, and that linebacker corpus is like the heart of that defense. So Now, who did they sign at receiver? That I'm forgetting, because didn't they have a big signing at receiver? I, I know they have Amari Cooper, but I don't know who else they got. I, I thought they did. Let me Wait a minute, you talking about Dallas? Yeah, I thought they did. I don't know about And they yeah. got some. Yeah, they did. They get did somebody get somebody else, but I don't know who it is. What What about you, DJ? Oh, what, about, what about your What about your schedule? Well, I already highlighted the Minnesota game. That's that's one. Um, I'm interested in the way they work the schedule out. Is that the first three games, the first four games, three out of four are against our against the NFC East. They figured that they're going to get the, the divisional games out the way first. Like Chicago sandwiched in there, is in between there. But um, but then we finished the season, Philly, New York, Dallas. But that second half after the bye week, this is what it looks like. Jets, Lions, Panthers, Packers, Eagles, Giants, Cowboys. That's mm-hmm. going to be it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's kind of. I made no. Not a lot of people may see that, but that's murderer's row. Yeah, I was about to say that. That's that's kind of brutal. That's murderer's row. Oh, so, so we'll see how yeah. that that ends up. I was gonna say, um, the receiver they signed was Randall Cobb. Oh yeah, they did. They yeah, that's did. Right. You know what? That, and they got Tavon Austin too. That you know what? Hey, I, I know Pooh not gonna like this, and DJ, you may not like this, but you, you need to watch out for that team in that division. Like seriously, I mean, I told people they're gonna win the division last year, and Pooh swore up and down. We're the defending, yeah, we're the defending champions. Yeah, uh, whatever. You know what? And I'm, I hate to say this too, and I, I think the I think the Eagles are gonna be fine. I think they end up probably end up with a winning record. I still don't believe in Carson Wentz's health. I I, I just don't. I, I yeah, we we talked about his injury at yeah, we talked a few about podcasts that. ago, and yeah. that's no injury to play with. Tony oh. Romo finished his career with that type of injury. Right. Hold on, now where yeah. did Blake Bortles end up? Jacksonville. Okay, let me look up the schedule real quick. I'm gonna tell you the exact. I'm gonna tell you the exact week that he's gonna start shitting the bed. Yeah, yeah. Go, ahead me, ahead um... check, go ahead and check that out. I'm gonna talk about the Falcons real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Falcons' schedule is very, very friendly for them. Very friendly. Um, the one game that stands out to me, obviously, is always the New Orleans game. I mean, when I look at the rest of the schedule, the Saints playing the Falcons is always the one that stands out. If I wanted to pick one without that, it's probably the Rams. The Rams are coming into um, Atlanta to play them week seven. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that's going to be a pretty good game on both ends. The teams are barely – they mimic each other in a, a lot. So it's going to be really – um, compelling to see that game, but New Orleans and Atlanta, they always play good against each other. I don't care for Minnesota week one. I wouldn't be surprised we go into Minnesota and beat them. I don't think they're as good as advertised since the year they did have the miracle against the Saints. Um, mm-hmm. Philadelphia, we have to go. No, the Philadelphia's coming to us once again. Yeah, it's the Eagles, but I, I that's another game that could be compelling, but I, I, I have to wait and see. Um, that could be a push either way, but all the other games, I don't, I'm not worried about Seattle coming in. 
I'm not worrying about um, pretty much any other team outside of the Rams and the Saints. Um, Jacksonville, we played them um, week 16. That team could be abysmal by then. We do play. They will. It's Nick Foles, the quarterback. I'm about to get into that right now. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get into that in a second. At San Francisco, that could be a trap game. Um, I I really wanted to beat the shit out of San Francisco because of their their coach. All he had to do was run the ball, and we got a ring. I'm not getting wow. over that. Man. You're on the 22-yard line. Uh, All you got to do is run the ball and kick the field goal or get a touchdown would have been up. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> right. Whatever, it man. Go. Whatever, man. But um, on the bye week, week nine, the bye week, we have – um after the bye week, we play New Orleans, Carolina, Tampa Bay, New Orleans, and Carolina. Five straight divisional games after the bye week. That's going to be tough. Just because they're divisional games, but like I said, oh, so they sandwich y'all most of y'all divisional games at the end, not right. even just like first and second meetings are going to be in the second half. Yeah, 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 exactly. We don't have any divisional games until after week nine, after the bye week. So hmm. uh, that's that's going to be like our murderer's role. But I don't have any faith in any of those teams except for New Orleans. Um, that's that's my um issue with our schedule. I think it's a great schedule for us, very user friendly. Um, I think. They could easily pull off maybe 12 wins based on what I see now, but we'll see. Um, Jaguars, what you got, Bills? All right, so (laughs) I'm sitting there looking at the schedule. They are going to go, like, fucking, like, they're going to go, like, 4-12. and Bro, (laughs) let me me read you the first four games they got. KC at Houston, Tennessee at Denver at Carolina. Then they're facing That's the more Saints. Than four, but it's okay. You said what? You said the first four games, and you proceeded to name five and, and go on to six. Hey, well, man, I just kept reading. That's how we roll, man. Keep it moving. <laughs> no, they, they, then they got the Jets. Obviously, they got to face the Colts twice. Uh, they got the Raiders uh, in week 15, which is probably going to be – I don't say a trap game, but it's gonna be a hard game to win. I, I got a, I got a feeling that might be low key a trash game. I think <laughs> it's, it's definitely gonna be a trash game. Yeah, I think it's gonna uh, be a trash game. And then week sixteen, you got the Falcons. So yeah, they're going four and twelve. And it's Nick Foles a quarterback, so you already know when the expectations are uh, even the little bit, you know, evident. That's when he starts playing like trash because that's what he is. Honestly, so yeah. see the only game I can see a guaranteed win for the Jaguars is the one at Cincinnati. Yeah, that's it. That's the only game I see that. That's a guarantee. I would say I would say maybe home against Tennessee. Maybe, maybe home against Tennessee. Maybe maybe against home against Tennessee. Yeah, I, I can I can see that. But bonafide one hundred percent W, I can see them beating Cincinnati. Everybody else is damn near a toss up or L. And the Buccaneers are probably gonna stomp them out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like I, I don't I don't trust them against anybody. Right now, uh, speaking of a team that we're scared to trust, before we go to the next topic, what mm-hmm. about the Cleveland Browns going into the 2019? Oh, yeah. Let me see. I haven't looked up the schedule. Um, I'm, I'm going to run it down real quick. Um, they played Tennessee, New York, Los Angeles, Baltimore, San Francisco, Seattle. You have them playing at New England, which is going to be a great game. They're playing at Denver, which is another one that could be a decent game. Hmm. Um, playing Buffalo. They're playing Pittsburgh twice, obviously. Miami. Cincinnati twice. They play Arizona, which um, I, I can see them blowing them out by maybe 40. And they're playing Baltimore. <laughs> Damn, really? Yeah. They got a nice three-game home uh, yeah. So, let me see. Jeez. I'm going to point That's out favorable. 
I'll point out the only games that I would say might be obvious losses for them. Mm-hmm. Uh. I'm gonna say home at the Ram- I'm gonna say home against the Rams. Okay. I'm gonna say at New England. Mm-hmm. And I would say at Pittsburgh. Other than that, the rest of those games they're very winnable. And the and the Pittsburgh game's honestly a toss up. So I mean No, 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 no. Only be only because they're divisional rivals. I'll give you that. But yeah, this, Pittsburgh, this this Pittsburgh Steelers team, I'll say at a neutral site, and we talk about college football, but at a neutral site, Pittsburgh should be ran out the building against these dudes. No, nah, but I'm saying that's why at Pittsburgh would be the only game that I would say, okay, maybe they would lose that one. I, I can see them losing against the Rams. I can see but, I can see them losing against the Rams and probably against Seattle, and definitely New England. Yo, but here's the thing, though. This is when they're really going to start hitting their stride. If they can get to week seven, their bye week, at about, you know... Four and two. Four and two. They get New England, which maybe, might be a Maybe wrong. three and three. Maybe three and three. Right. Maybe three and three. But then, at that point, the schedule is looking much easier, and they get Kareem Hunt. So I would say... I would say it's looking good for Cleveland right now early on. Yeah, it's looking really good. I mean, their defense was already good. They got Odell Beckham. Kareem Hunt's mm-hmm. coming back in the middle of the season. Um, you're looking at a team that could possibly win if they if they gel together, everybody is on one one accord, mm-hmm. they can easily probably pull off maybe 12 or 13 wins. Definitely. I can and see that division, the Ravens have taken a step back. It seems right. in free agency. Right. Uh, the Steelers, I don't see them being a factor this I, year. I can see them losing at Pittsburgh. I can see them losing at New England and maybe at Denver or Seattle. So that's 3-13. and 13. Yeah. And, 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 and the Rams could probably beat them, so you're looking at maybe 4-12. and 12. Yeah. Hmm. Anything else you got, DJ, before we uh, slide to the next topic? Oh, and that's home against yeah, Seattle, man. bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're playing. At, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They're playing home against Seattle. That's right. Yeah, that's, right. that's home against Seattle. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I don't have anything else. I I know, like I said, I highlighted that Cleveland has that nice three game stretch mm-hmm. where they're at home with Buffalo, Pittsburgh, Miami, where it just seems like the rest of their schedule they don't have more than two road games at a time. Well, yeah, they don't have more than uh, two road games at a time. I'm just like, yeah, no back to back. Another team get a three game homestand. Yeah, I could see that Buffalo game being one of those games where they like really assert their dominance and like yeah. make a statement. I, I, I can see, I can see Buffalo being the dominant game. I can see Arizona possibly being a dominant game, and I could probably see really maybe the Cincinnati game at the end of the season maybe being their trap game. I'll tell you what we won't get. We will not get two teams making it from the AFC North this year to playoffs. I'll tell you that much. That, I don't that think I don't think I don't think Pittsburgh's not gonna make it again this year. That's my I I, I could I could I don't think they will. That's what I'm saying. So I think I think we get one team from that division. Yeah. All right. Um Ovechkin, go ahead DJ. I know you want to talk about this last time before we got cut off uh last um yesterday. Um, let's okay. talk about this fight that uh, that he was involved in. That wasn't a fight. That well, was yeah. Fight. That, that definitely was not a. Was it, 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 but you know what? But, okay. So so again, providing I'm provide a shorter context because don't have that much time. Uh, so in a playoff game where Carolina won five nothing, uh, and they're playing right now, Carolina's already up one nothing, and um, it was Alexander Ovechkin and Andrei Shevnikov. They mm-hmm. were slashing each other down the ice, and they challenged one or the other challenged the other to a fight. They agreed. Two men agreed, mutually agreeing to a fight in a hockey game, which is allowed. 
and, and Ovechkin just proceeded to knock him out in three punches. Now, the, 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 the kid kind of put up a fight, but none of those punches were affecting Ovechkin, obviously. DJ, the only Ovechkin reason he put up a fight is because they have this unspoken agreement where they have to hold each other's shirts. If that was straight up hands, that nigga would have got knocked out maybe one ball. That is true. And and there are fights that do start they do start out where they don't grab each other, but right. then eventually it, it results in grabbing. So mm-hmm. the, the hoopla is about the fact that the kid got knocked out, suffered concussion, <clears throat> and uh-huh. was lost for and I don't think he's playing tonight either. But everybody's it, it reignites the whole uh drama about fighting and hockey. You know, oh, people are like they should take it out and blah blah blah. And I, Snow, you know, and my whole thing run. is, <laughs> and I'm actually, I'm actually, but the whole the, the thing is, I'm glad they actually we actually did this tonight because there was a there was a bench clearing brawl in baseball oh. that happened yesterday because a batter hit a home run and he, th- he flipped his bat and then. You know, a couple of what was it? The next time he was up, he got thrown at, he got hit. That's the only way fights in baseball start is sensitivity and this good old boys antiquated belief that they have. And that's the only way fights ever happen in baseball. Never anything legit. I low key don't have a problem with it because it's (laughs) (laughs) entertaining. But you know, but you know what? A lot of people don't cry about when that happens. They're more worried about fighting between two men in a sport that allows it, that penalizes the fighting, mind Mm -hmm. you. Like, you have, in a bench clean brawl in baseball, you have up to 50 players on the field all at once. Remember, they can come out the bullpen out of each dugout. Remember, Uh in the NBA, you can't even come off the bench no more to help break up a fight. You get suspended. Yeah, it's like, wasn't it like a situation where if you cross the line to get on the court, you get suspended. But now it's like, if yeah, you, even if you stand so away from the bench, you get suspended. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you, like right. it's damn near, like you can't even stand up when the fight happens. When you're on the, you got to sit down at the bench the entire time. Because if you stand up, you could be accused of leaving and you get fined or some shit. Yeah, I've yeah. heard, I've heard takes, I've heard different takes where people are like, oh, that's assault. I'm like, no, oh, what God, happened to oh, uh, the yeah. Donald Brashear by Marty Marsorley? That was assault because dude snuck up from behind him, hit him in the head with a stick. Yeah, that was something that you can say. Yeah, that's assault. But when two when when you're talking about a regulated portion of the game where both players get penalized for it, their teams put at a disadvantage. It's automatically you know taken care of right then and there because that's meant to settle scores anyway. And let's touch on the baseball uh, situation for a second because you um you spoke about that. My thing mm-hmm. with the baseball, um, the baseball fights, like I said, it's always something stemming from sensitivity. Oh, a guy went and ran around a base is too slow for my liking. I'm going to go and throw the ball at him at 99 miles per hour. Then, of course, he's going to get mad and we're going to want to fight. Or, oh, uh, you're throwing the ball too close inside. Well, next time you do that, we're going to fight. Not that you actually got hit. You're just, oh, you know, I don't want to get hit. It's just like. These good old boy antiquated beliefs that this sport has, that's how fights end up happening. It's not anything right. legit like hockey. You know what I'm saying? It's right. always mm-hmm. something where uh, a team uh, – basically a team goes and instigates something, and the player that has all of this hate coming towards him, he did nothing wrong. He's just trotting around the bases. My opinion is – if you don't want to see Dion celebrate going into the end zone, don't throw a pick six. If yeah, you don't want to see a guy do a bat flip, don't throw a pitch over the middle of the plate. Period. 
End the story. Hey, what's going on, Bob Money? Appreciate you coming through. But sports, Everybody else who's here, appreciate you guys too. Right, but it's like sports is so just in general. Not I won't even get into the country, but just sports fans in general, mm -hmm. they're so sensitive these days. Well, he dunked on him and then stared at him. Really, one thing that you're passionate about it, like you somebody get dunked on and 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 you get pissed off about it. I want to see you go back down the court with that intensity and try to man up and get his ass back. Scotty um, Pippen yeah, put like, his nuts. Yes. In the most disrespectful dunk ever. Shaq, Shaq <laughs> dunked on a guy and rode him like a bull, no homo, and, and then pushed him over. That was Dudley. You know what Dudley did? He got up and threw the ball at him. So it's like, I don't get where this, you can't have any emotion now. The like sensitivity. Man, my, my, this, that's the problem. It's the difference between sensitivity and just sports type emotion. Well, it's also where it's coming from, too. Because, yeah. you know, in, in those instances with baseball, the sensitivity is from within between the players. Yeah. With hockey, it's people on the outside looking at it like, oh, my God. It, right. Big old get knocked out this little kid. I'm like, he's a grown man. He's 19 well, years old. He's, 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 he's a rookie playing I, in the NHL. He, he wanted to fight. I was about to say, anyone got fight. knocked out. That's the way it works. If a veteran would have got knocked out, what would it be? We probably wouldn't be talking about this. Next time, yeah. next time when you get back out there on the court or on the on the ice, you you play hard. You 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 man up. So next time when you see him, it ain't you ain't got to just throw hands when you see him, but just show him that you ain't no punk. It, it's all about the sport. If you get if you get done up, if you get manned up, if somebody do something to you, you need to have that intensity to get back at them, whether it be on the through the sport or if y'all get to throw hands again, you get them mm -hmm. back. All this is being sensitive and just you know don't know how I to take it. Like for instance, like say if you do throw a a, a, bat, a, a ball at a uh, someone who kicked or uh, hit a home run or whatever. Mm -hmm. I, 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 my thing is strike his ass out. You shouldn't gave up the home run to begin with. Right. Mm -hmm. My thing is, you get him back within the confines of the sport. If you're that, mm -hmm. if you're that emotion that you have to throw the the, the ball at him, you, I, I feel that you deserve to get your ass beat because it ain't his fault that you threw a a, a, a you know a, a easy pitch to him to, to hit it over the fence. And That's you know the other thing is, DJ, um, you, uh, we were talking about the baseball thing. So my thing is also. Um, that's the only sport where they basically have passed down this, uh, this love of this tradition that turns dudes into clowns. Because the thing is, in hockey, the tradition is if both guys agree to a fight, y'all fighting. Yeah, and you got like a, what, a minute to do this in. It's all right. in, in hockey. It's regulated. That's the thing. In in baseball, it's not. It's like you said. It's an unwritten rule. It's yeah. not regulated because only only about like two or three people get tossed yeah. in the whole thing. In basketball, you got people on the field, and only two people get tossed. In yeah, in basketball, they're not telling dudes to be chumps. They're not telling dudes to be sensitive. Now, the way the refs call the game, they're very sensitive, but they don't mm -hmm. tell the players to be sensitive. The thing is, in baseball, literally these managers, like I said, they have the good old boys club, the tradition that they try to ingrain in these young players' heads that, hey, if somebody tries to show you, um, try to show off on you, you throw the ball at them. It's like, give me a break. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? In the uh, NBA, is, they don't, the players aren't being told by the coach, hey, if somebody dunks on you, you go down there and you – Elbow in the balls when he goes to the paint. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's yeah, ridiculous. I mean, like I said, like I said, a low key is good entertainment. But if you really want to, in the, in the confines of sportsmanship, if you get dunked on, 
or if something happened to you on that in that manner, your ass need to go back up down the court and get his ass back within the confines of the game. Dunk on him back. Shoot the crib. Put a nice move on him to get it up and under. You know, I mean, don't get, I, it's not regulated in the sport, so therefore you don't need to go that route because you do look soft on the back end. Yeah, the closest thing they had in basketball was a no layup rule that certain teams had. You don't mm-hmm. give up any layups. That right. had nothing to do with sensitivity. That was a rule in general. You that, don't give up layups. Strategy, just right. like the Jordan rules. Exactly. But this the baseball, they've just gone way too far. And hockey, I hope they don't head towards that because it's one of the few sports where dudes settle things on the ice like men. And then here's the thing. This is what people probably miss when we're talking about regulating the, the, the fighting in hockey. Mm-hmm. This is what happens to the players. They spend five minutes in the penalty box. That's one thing. There could be two minutes served even more if somebody started the fight. Um they could possibly get tossed out the game and it can be comp- like the penalties compile on top of each other where it could be a 10 minute misconduct. They get tossed out the game. Now their team is a man short. Yeah. So there are immediate penalties to fighting. So, and you'll find, I, I, I wish I would have looked up statistics on this, but you will find that fighting has happened less and less <clears throat> Mm-hmm. The, the the more into the present we we come into the sport of hockey. In the past, they were fighting like crazy. There were a ton of um, rules that they had that they don't have anymore due to player safety. Mm-hmm. And and that's one thing somebody tried to throw in there, and I was just like, no. He was. I'm like, players. They agreed to these fights. They last for a minute. And then, if anything, we all almost seen a fight last night in the playoff game. But the refs jumped in right away because they knew it wasn't agreed upon fight. The refs are refs know an agreed upon fight versus a non-agreed upon fight. If it's a non-agreed upon fight, they break it up. If it yeah. is, they sit back, they give them a minute. If they don't do anything, they take them off and they just get two minutes for roughing. But if they actually fight, they get five minutes. So and in my opinion, it's regulated, it's penalized, and the effects are immediate. So and in my thing opinion, is leave that alone. Refs- I was gonna say the NHL refs are the best refs in, in sports to me. Yeah, because they value yeah. intent. They look at intent yeah. more mm-hmm. than any other referee yeah. as we far would, as any we, other sport. We would say the AF refs, but we you know, you know, well, how that uh, uh, you know, you know, they file for bankruptcy. Um, I saw, yep. yeah, I saw. yeah, it's not, yeah, somebody, somebody stealing money. Like, a, like you said. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Anything else about that? I mean, I, I said what I said. Nah. I, I don't have a problem with it. Nah, there was really nothing else about there. They're playing right now, and let me check on the score, see if there are any updates. Um, it's still one nothing. Last I checked. Yep, it's still one nothing in the first. So. Okay. Okay. NBA playoffs. Anything that sticks out to y'all? Thinking anything that's going to happen out of the norm? Thirty-one point lead. Blown I got something major to talk about because I need to gloat a little bit. Go ahead. Man. Oh, it, before you before mm-hmm. you do. Um, NHL already got them beat as far as a couple upsets because we always saw we already seen sweeps oh, in yeah, the Eastern Conference yeah, because yeah. the Penguins are gone after four games and the Tampa Bay Lightning after win- winning the President's Cup are gone after four games so they got swept out real quick. Yeah, I so, saw that. Go ahead with the NBA playoffs. Which further, which further is the point that we both have made that that sport mm-hmm. has more parity than any other sport out there. Based on based on me following the NHL for, for, since uh, last couple of years, I, I'm starting to believe that too. Yeah, no sport comes close. Maybe yeah. baseball. I'll say baseball comes close, but not not really. And the way baseball is, <clears throat> going, 
you know, more spread out and parody is amazing the way they've done it. But that, mm-hmm. that's another topic for another day. Um, mm-hmm. what, what are you guys' thoughts about this NBA playoffs? So what I was going to gloat about, um, I didn't watch the first game between the Spurs and the Nuggets, but I did see an interesting stat. Or I should say an interesting rundown of the last two minutes of that game. And what it pointed back to was a conversation we had uh, a few episodes ago about Denver. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about Denver playing well, which they were playing well. But what I said was going to kill them in the playoffs, kill them in that game, which was not having a go-to guy. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Jokic had a turnover. Murray couldn't hit anything. So it's like Millsap is a chump. So, so yeah, I mean, that was, I, I, I have a link that I can share. About oh, boy. <laughs> but, yeah, so so I think it's going to come back to bite him again in San Antonio. I don't see how they go far in the playoffs when they have no go-to guy. Joe Kick is not a guy you just toss the ball into the paint and say, go and get us a bucket. I don't think he's that guy. Yeah, um, yeah I'm starting to see that, too. I don't think Murray's that not that guy. Uh, Millsap's not that guy. So, I mean, I, I could see them losing a series. Um, we Isaiah also talked. Isaiah Thomas didn't play this game. That's weird. Yeah, he didn't play. Yeah. Oh, the other thing I was going to say, um, we spoke about Ben Simmons needs to develop a jump shot. That's sticking out like a sore thumb in the first game too. The second game they played better. Um, that was more so, uh, that, I think that was more so anger. They are the higher seed. They do feel insulted that they came in and got beat on their home court. But I don't know if they can sustain that same play for the entire series. They're going to have to get Jimmy Butler going at some yeah, point. They, yeah, they, they, can, they can possibly get bounced out in this series. If not, definitely the second round. Um, then the they, last thing – I was going to say the last thing I was touch on. They're, they're too talented to be playing like that. Oh, definitely not. And that gets me to my third point. The Celtics. The Celtics have slept walk through not one but now two games. Yesterday it almost came back to bite them. Indy is statistically the best defensive team in the league. Speaking of that team, that team is playing very well without Oladipo. They are. I think they play better without Oladipo, believe it or not. It's starting to look that way. Um, Corey Joseph is a big-time player. As far as uh, playoff experience, he he played on uh, San Antonio, played on Toronto last year. Uh, well, not last year. Uh, year before that, he played on Indi- Indiana last year, I think. So he has a lot of experience in the playoffs, and he seems to be a big-time player that shows up in big games. They're not going to have enough to beat the Celtics, though. The Celtics have that ability to turn it off and turn it on, and that's why I wasn't too worried about the regular season. I think they're going to the finals. I honestly – people talking about Milwaukee, I don't see it. I think I think Milwaukee may be a year too early. I think I think it's fool's gold right now. Think about it. They're playing a team in the Pistons without their best player. Yeah. And the Pistons honestly were a one-man team this year. Uh, they're missing Reggie Jackson, but I don't consider that really a big subtraction. Uh, Blake Griffin's clearly a big subtraction. We'll see how Milwaukee does next round. I think they're frauds, and I've been saying it all along, and – I don't see anything that's going to change my opinion of that. I, I think I, that Boston said it to the finals. I, 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 can, I can see them making it to the Eastern Conference finals, but and I, can, mm-hmm. I just think the Bucks are a year too early. That, that's, just yeah. my, that's just my opinion. DJ, what, you, you, have you been following the, the playoffs or whatnot? Uh, no, I yeah. have not been watching it. I know been watching like I said, I've been, yeah, I've been occupied with the NHL playoffs. And I have, yeah, don't feel bad. I haven't followed this. I just noticed a couple of uh, of scores that kind of stood out. 
I was looking at the Spurs and the Nuggets, and I was like, wow, these guys are – that game one, yeah, we saw what happened, but Greg Popovich always have these guys ready to play no matter what who he has on the court. Oh, yeah. And, um, I, I, I lean that towards good coaching. But um, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't see anything else that really sticks out. I think the Warriors are going to be fine. Um, oh, real quick. Um, before before I forget, oh, uh, we got to cover that topic from the poll too. Oh no, I forgot. I forgot. Okay, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other, yeah. Other than that, I'm I'm looking at the bracket now on NBA.com, and I'm just like, yeah, it. I'm like, I I see the like. The big shocker to me was that the Clippers came back from thirty something down in game. In, what was it in game two? Yeah, yeah. is in the last game, and I was sitting there like, "Bullshit!" Really? So yeah, they gonna do that? And, bullshit! And, and and this was this what I was thinking. This was this was what I was thinking because mm-hmm. it kind of goes with Bill's your theory of how the league can be set up at times because uh-huh. they are competing with the NHL playoffs. Some of these first games, like Orlando beating Toronto in game one, Brooklyn beating the 76ers, all these like f- first game upsets that happen. Mm-hmm. I, I could see that it's like, okay, look, your top seeded teams, go ahead and drop the first game so we can get people, more people watching, like more people looking at the articles, like, what? This happened? Wait a minute, maybe I got to tune in. But, you know, NHL already topped them because, like I said, two teams are already swept that were top seeded teams. So people are already like, what the hell? <laughs> and the thing so, is, I didn't watch that. I didn't watch that game, but I only had to listen to what a few people said as far as Steph being out with four fouls. Somebody who don't play, I don't say you don't play defense. Somebody who doesn't play hardcore defense like that ain't going to have four fouls. If Steph Curry gets uh-huh. in foul trouble, there's some bullshit going on. Secondly, KD only took eight shots. Eight. In the whole game. Yes, yeah, somebody told them to relax. Judge, just chill out, bro. We got <laughs> we, we got plenty of time. NHL's on fire right now. Nobody thinks y'all are gonna lose. So we need to put it in people's minds. Hey, Golden State's susceptible to this. Like, come on, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because some of the some of the losses, some of the losses in these playoffs in the last like five, seven years. Have been unexplicable, inexplicable, and unexplainable. Right, they've been kind of weird. One game, one game anomalies, which in sports in series it doesn't make any sense. You've never seen a team like the Golden State Warriors give up a thirty-one point lead. They had it in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. So it's just like if if it doesn't make sense. Then if I mean if there's no explanation, then something's awry. That's that's just especially to a team that doesn't have an everyday explosive score. Exactly. And maybe that score comes up every now and again. I, I think that was Lee Williams in that right, state right. Right. in that game. Yeah. yeah, but he does that every once in a while. That's not like a consistent score. Golden State Golden State's got four of them. I'm right. like they and lost they, they, for the season, and but it's just, be good yeah. enough to stop Right. Oh, and that boogie, uh, that boogie injury is kind of fishy to me too. But I'm not gonna get into that. Yeah, oh, definitely yeah. another yeah. Uh, topic for another. Day. I'm not gonna that get into kind that. Of weird as well. Um, the Euphoria engine. Uh, we're gonna touch on that. Wait a minute. What's wait a minute? Hold on. Somebody's got to drain the, the background noise. Yeah, I think that's Bills. Um, yeah, because it was getting closer and closer. It's all good. Um, the Euphoria engine. Um. Let's see. We have Backbreaker back in 2010 started off using this engine and everybody thought it was the next big thing. And um, I saw somebody in the chat saying that they stopped licensing the engine. But nevertheless, 
it's always good that we can talk about it. Um, the engine has been used for a lot of Rockstar games. I think, uh, uh, yeah, pretty much Rockstar. I don't think 2K has used it, even though they're under the same umbrella. Um, it's been refined very well to the point where it looks really good. Um, nothing really wonky like the first time it was used. It, it has a lot of promise. DJ, if let's say, for instance, if that engine was used for a football game now, how well you think it would be utilized on top of comparing it to what it was back then? Well, with it being, with it having a chance to be refined each and every year ever since Backburger came out, I think they would have found out how to take advantage of those physics on top of the rating system that most football games or most games like to employ to make a, like, I think the closest resemblance would be, I, I had to say it, but facts are facts. I would say live would probably be the closest thing to having like an organic feel okay, to the game with the ratings dictating a lot of stuff on top of that. So yeah, I know you live fans are cheering in the background. Don't cheer too much because your game still sucks. But, it, <laughs> oh, but regardless, <laughs> regardless, that game is closer to the organic. Well, Actually, no. You guys still take the. Uh, I forgot. NHL. NHL is the closest game. That comes yeah, I'm about to say. Once again, yeah. once you think about it, yeah, that looks. Yeah, like I gave a game. lot of live fans some false hope there. Uh, no, NHL is the current game that does it. That comes close to the organic feel of like the hits, the, the organic nature of interactions, and with that applied to the ratings. So I feel like Euphoria would have fit right into the NHL. And matter of fact. If they ever get away from the frostbite at EA, they may want to, since they are available for third-party usage, they may want to adopt that and apply it to some more of their games. Yeah, Just maybe saying. because um, they saw what they did with uh, Star Wars and this, and this battle, I mean, not battle front thing, but the, the frostbite engine with that didn't work out so well. So the next one is using Unreal 4 engine, which I want to talk about that on another episode because this whole Star Wars thing is actually interesting. Bills, what about you and um, how you feel about Euphoria engine and compared to it possibly used now compared to back then? Um, well, we did see the wonky physics as far as uh, Backbreaker was concerned. There were some rough edges to it, but the thing that impressed me was the fact that uh, you know, they still had a lot of that conceptual awareness in there where guys would reach out the ball for a first down and things like that, and it seemed like guys would always try to wrap up um, most times if you went for that type of tackle. Uh, you know, they didn't really have the cloth physics, but, you know, I didn't like the way it looked in a football game. Obviously, GTA does a great job with it. I'll be interested to see it in a game like 2K. Yeah. To, that, that, to would see, be, that would be interesting. Because, I, I, like, I think my issue with 2K right now, the reason why I play live a little bit more, is just the player movement, honestly. Um, live has player movement down to a science. And if 2K could ever get that, then Live would be dead in the water. But right now, that's like the one thing that Live has over them. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of Live myself, and I've been pretty much enjoying what it has. Nothing to take anything away from 2K. I think 2K yeah. is still a 
phenomenal basketball game. It's just for some reason, it seems like Live 19 has pulled back from what they've been doing in the initially trying to make it a full street ball game. And it looks like they're just trying to make it an overall basketball game that you mm-hmm. can play on any level of their modes. Yep. Um, 2K... 2K has already had the stuff that's already there, so they kind of had nothing to touch. So it's like if you're playing it now, you're pretty much playing it from what from day one, which is a good thing. Not many crazy updates, and you're getting a good experience. But I think Live 19 is pretty much benefiting from what Live 14 did. A lot of updates that's making the game better. But if you haven't been playing the game because you was dissatisfied with it from day one, you won't realize that it's a totally different game now. So, I honestly prefer the offensive AI on live to 2K, believe really? it or not. Yeah, because the thing with 2K, I spoke with DJ about this a while back. I don't like how the players, when they dribble into the paint, sometimes they kind of get lost, mm-hmm. and they don't they don't use their layup packages. Like You don't see layup packages really used by many players in that game. No. You don't see many floaters. They get in the paint. You're talking about 2K, right? Yeah, 2K. Mm-hmm. They get they get in the paint. They kind of just cut like dribble in traffic, and then they lose the ball. Or they, 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 the thing about 2K, I mean, just not to cut you off. The thing about yeah. 2K, 2K, when you drive to the paint, it's either a step back jumper or it's going to be a dunk. Mm-hmm. 2K, 2K has not used their layout packages in their game for a long time, and a lot of people haven't yeah. really talked about it. It's like you have to force your player to do those type of things. Uh-huh. Well, know, see, but my thing is I can I can get my player to do it, but I can't get the computer that's what I'm saying exactly. to be I've tried everything, dude, but I just can't get them to certain players when they get to the basket, they'll look to kick it out. Other players aren't gonna look to kick it out. Yeah, but I, in I, 2K it's like it's off and on with the aggressiveness once they get to the basket. I think I think another thing about live, I think live is really trying to touch and, and really be particular about the fundamentals of basketball. And I'm not saying that 2K don't have it because 2K had it in their game since like forever. But based on the updates in NBA Live 19, you can tell that they're really giving you that instead of just outside of these stupid gimmicks of these these personalities in the game. You can actually see where on the court they're trying to give you something. That that relates to the sport, and and that's more. That's you can't ask for more than that, you know. But I, I don't have anything else as far as the Euphoria engine. Um, we're about to we're going to close up in a, in a few. But the poll that we have every Monday, I want to put this poll. Oh, one more thing about live. I want to make. A, I'm probably gonna make a video about it about live. Why I think the why live is a very good game on a longevity. Um on a longevity level. Um, but that's going to be another topic for another day. Cause I think live 19 as it is now, if you, if they touch a few things, which I doubt they will, that game could be, um, you can, you, it's possible you won't have to get another basketball game, but like I said, I'll touch about on that on another day. Mm. Oh, I got, I got a question about that before we move on. Um, mm-hmm. did they, do they update the demo as well? Still? Because if no one's gonna gift me the game, which I've been requesting, <laughs> then all I'm, all I'm gonna do is just upload the demo and just play that and see no, if they've updated that. I, I I don't see why not. Just just download it and see. You know, right. I, I don't see why not. I mean, because like I said, it it's not a it's not a bad game. My main problem with NBA Live right now is really the trade logic. You think NFL 2K5 trade logic is bad? 
the trade logic in the NBA Live 19 is terrible. I managed to trade. Let me tell you before we go to the poll. I managed to trade um the trash Parker. <laughs> no, no, seriously, I, I managed to trade him to the Hawks for Torian Prince and the number three overall pick. They basically traded to trash to more trash. Hey, I got the number three overall pick. I don't care. I mean, <laughs> you know, but that, that is like some bullshit right there, but they need to fix that. But other than that, I, I, I'm enjoying the game for what it is. And, and the fact that the game is not online, it, that game could be played in, in forever, honestly. But like I said, that's one of the a video I may make another day. Oh, Every one more thing that they, I'm glad they fixed was um, – the free throw timing was wonky at the beginning of the year for the signature animations and basically basically all the animations. I'm glad they fixed that too. Because that was that was a bit troubling. Right. Um I say the one issue I have with live, honestly, is um the past trajectories still aren't really that good. Um they still have animations that speed up. At random times, and passes, the passes still speed up. Yeah, the, the game doesn't move at you know, the game doesn't move at the speed at times that it should. Um, like you know, it yeah. does, and sometimes it'll speed up, but it'll get back to it. Like the pacing is off at times. Yeah, I mean the pacing is amazing when they keep it consistent, but when right. they don't, you know, because it runs at the right pace, but then there are times that the game will speed up out of nowhere. Yeah, like animations. Then right. the only other thing I can say is just um, they need to add a slider for all the foul calls so we get more stoppages in play. Like, um, I, I have times when my subs will be sitting there till like the end of the quarter. It's supposed to come in at, like the six minute mark. Right, because right. there's no there's whistles. No yeah, there's, no yeah, there's no like, like I mean, you could have things like like two K has it where they they sneak in certain ones, um, you know, like trying to get through a screen, you run through a screen, or lose ball foul, and that's just like you know a simple stoppage in play or uh, blocking foul, you know, things like that. But live doesn't really have that. The only fouls you're really going to see, and it's not even really so much on the computer, the computers really never get reaching fouls. Um, yeah, that, yeah, that, that needs to change because in NBA Live 10, I know NBA Live 10 and NCAA Basketball 10, they, you get those from the CPU. Yeah. And I, I mean, obviously, those are two totally different engines at this point. They don't use Live 10 engine in Live 19, but you, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. And blocking files need to be more prevalent. Illegal screens need to be more pre prevalent. They just need to add more basketball, like, as far as the features are concerned. On the court, it's good, but it's just too straightforward. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, We're going we're gonna to try to close out by eight. Just give you guys an hour of – we're going to try to keep this format going, Um, see how um it comes about as far as if it's a yay or nay. But every Monday, I want I put up a poll for the viewers, and we could talk about this real quick. Um, let me see if I'll pull it up and see if I can share it so everybody can see it. Um, let's see, present that to everyone. All right, every Monday I try to put a poll up for what the viewers want to see or want to want to talk about. And this one, I had four topics: another MLB um, game, the best football generation. XFL uh, expectations and our first exposure to sports. Um, this time, the best football generation um, was uh, picked by the uh, majority of people, and we can discuss it 
mine easily is going to be the PlayStation 2 original Xbox era, even though the Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo comes right behind it, but because back then you had various football games. But the PS2 OG Xbox era was the era where football felt like football and everything was a game of inches. The features were there, franchise mode, superstar mode, the Tony Bruno show, NFL 2K5, NFL Fever. I mean, it, even uh, hell, even back then, you before 2K5, you had a decent type of football game with, um, with the other 2K series prior to 2K5. The only black eye on it is the game day series. Um, but other than that, mm. DJ, what's yours? Uh, I would say I hit that corner. Around 99, 2000, when the Dreamcast came out. Oh, so man. The Dreamcast came out. That's when, you know, 2K football. And I was just like, I was blown away by that game when it came out. It just was like, okay, I've been used to playing football a certain way and in a certain manner and had like certain viewpoints. But I think at the time, um, most games weren't fully at 60 frames per second. And then you get 2K, which was playing silky smooth at 60 frames per second and i was just like and the atmosphere was what what it was it was i'm like i've never seen the way they portrayed the living environment and, and stuff like that so i definitely enjoyed the, the dreamcast when it went the dreamcast era of gaming yeah yeah as I, far I think, as uh, the yeah. football so yeah I, I think that was right. it for me yeah, that, that's another good one that I didn't even think about because the Dreamcast, you had the PlayStation 1 in the N64 football games. But when mm -hmm. the Dreamcast came out, and you know, a lot of people don't realize this, that was the last console that 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 counted bits. It was the 128-bit system, but that game, those games look like you're watching a, a, a telecast for the first time. And mm -hmm. on top of that, it, it, they look the game looked really really good. And it ran, like you said, at 60 frames per second. It was a beautiful thing. Um, Bills, what about you? What was your, your favorite uh, generation? Uh, definitely has to be PS2 days. I mean, I, I logged hours upon hours upon hours on, um, you know, NCAA 06 and Madden 04, uh, obviously NFL 2K5. Um, even NFL 2K3 got a lot of playing time out of me. So it definitely has to be the PS2. Um, days. Oh, just one suggestion. So for the poll, I would suggest putting whatever topic gets second on the next week's poll. Then if it doesn't win, then taking it off. Yeah, I was thinking about doing that, but usually as of right now, the trend is whatever second end up being first because this one was second last week and it ended up being first this week. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I mean... Yeah, well, yeah, but whatever wins, I usually just take it off, obviously. But no, yeah, but I'm saying, you know, if something gets second, then you know, put it back up for another week, and then yeah. and if, if nobody votes for it, then yeah. All right, I can do that for all the other ones, especially if they constantly get 12. percent mm -hmm. But um, um, mm -hmm. B5 put out Xbox One X digital only consoles. I don't even want to touch that because we already oh, talked about we already yeah. talked about how we feel about physical copies. I know Bill's. Well, a lot of people I don't know this. A lot of people don't know this. Bill said what he said last time we talked about it. Bill's like physical copies, but he could care less either or more. Like, yeah, I just, yeah, you know? I just don't care. Yeah. DJ, uh, what are your thoughts about it, real quick? My main issue is that it costs too damn much to not have a 4K 
player in it or any type of disc drive in it. It literally has less, and they want us to pay more. Yeah, Screw that. Yeah, the, the disc, the, yo, they got bundles that you can use disc on the console that like $30 cheaper. So basically, it's basically what they're doing is that they're justifying three games to put it at that price. So you're talking about what, uh, possibly 180, 190 right. dollar value. So you're basically saying the system by itself is only worth what, just what, a hundred dollars without yeah, I mean, those three yeah, games? You already know it's cheaper. To, it's cheaper to come to, to make this console because it doesn't have a disc drive. So they're they're trying to make money. Yes. this. they're trying to make money handle. So... I'm all against. I'm against it. I get it, but it should have one or the other, whatever console they come out with. They mm-hmm. need to have a digital only one, and they need definitely need one with the disc drive. And I think, and I also think they knew what they were doing when that acronym said. They knew what right. they were doing. That yeah. was self sabotage right there. They right. had to know. There's no way they didn't know. Like, oh, we, uh, Xbox One S, uh, all, um, what is it? All digital. Right. No, they knew what it was. I mean, low key, they, they, knew they put this sad. out at the same time with a PS5 put out their specs. So who's taking the L early? Mm. <laughs> you know, I mean, they haven't learned. They, they, have know, they haven't learned. learned. And 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 I'm gonna be honest with you, Bills could attest this because both of us have a console. Mm. The Xbox One console is actually a damn good console within itself. Definitely, the console is really to be honest. The console, in my opinion. The functionality of the console and what it does in the aesthetics and what it brings to the table, I think it's actually better than the PlayStation 4 console. The console, but the game, <clears throat> the game just trump the, the, the whole package. So it's like the PS4. Oh, shoot, it, the pricing on top of that, too. Right. And the Xbox came out when that $500. No. They have some nerve. <laughs> they have some nerve. Showing, I was going to say, they have some nerve selling the Xbox One X uh, for that much, knowing that they're. Uh, exclusives are ass. Right. See, that's the thing. It's not. It's not the actual console is the problem. Is is what comes with it. You you you're selling mm-hmm. the entire package, no matter how you spin it. The console has to have the games, and if the console itself is magnificent as can be, because like I said, I'm a big fan of the Xbox One console itself. But if you don't have the games, you're gonna be like me. I have a big collection of physical copy of games, but I only have like six Xbox One games. You know. It's just nothing there for me to get. But um, anything else y'all got before we close out? I, I think we did pretty good today. What you guys think? Nah, yeah, we're yeah, right I at the uh, hour yeah, mark right now. Mark, so, uh-huh. Yeah, a little I think bit. We over. did pretty good for one hour. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you think you're gonna? You think I want to stick with Thursday or jump back to Wednesday? Or? Uh, I probably. I mean. We can make it a floating Wednesday Thursday thing. I would probably prefer more time, honestly. So the time is more so the issue than the day for me. Yeah, I can I can agree with that because I mean, even though we got mm-hmm. everything in, I do like to have a little bit more time. And, and I think at the end of the day, more people will probably like what we talk about anyway. So uh, I think I think when it comes down to it, it's. It's the balance between like when we have more time. Sometimes we 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 tend to ramble, versus, yeah. which is which is can be good, but then at the same time it could get lost. Yeah, and yeah. what we what we're trying to go to. So like having this hour is definitely a trial in all phases. Whether we can keep uh, keep <laughs> in mind our time constraints and moving from topic to topic, so everyone will stay interested because a lot of times. You know, when that's when I'm watching the viewer count, and you guys are getting the first glimpse of wh- what 
people think about when they're trying to come up with a podcast is that when we're looking at the viewership, it's like, okay, when do people drop? When do people jump on and so on and so on? So, you know, this, this hour definitely is a good measuring tape for like how we was able to do within a strict time constraint. So I would say say anything from an hour 15, an hour to hour 15 is good. Hour 15 Mm -hmm. probably be more comfortable. Yeah, um, I, think so. yeah. I, I think an hour fifteen, hour thirty yep. at max. I, 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 I'm with that. Um, but at the end of the day, it's up to everybody who listens, man. I mean, always here for the feedback. What you guys thoughts about this episode? Thursday, Wednesday. Um, either way, even if it is on Thursday, Wednesday, do y'all still think the hour fifteen or the one hour mark? That's another poll poll you question. Know, I know some about. people like really long podcasts for some reason. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not necessarily live. Like, I, I'm not really into long podcasts unless I'm saying yeah, we like, ain't doing that Monday drive. Night Raw type nah, podcast. No, uh, no, 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 no. I think is I think between an hour and an hour thirty is good for guys who are like on a commute going to work. So if they don't catch the live, they, mm-hmm. catch it, yeah. they can get all of our content. And I think that's the important thing. I don't want anybody dropping out because they're just tired of listening to us. I think we're going too long because I understand when it's live, we mm. have things to do. They're, they're constantly going and going. They, they come in and they come back out. I get it. I, I'm not really worried about that. We do love it if you guys stay, but I do understand it. But once it goes away, if the live part goes away, and you want to listen. We don't want to take too much of your time if you want to go back and listen to us. And because, you know, once you're listening to us, you might be like, damn, these guys are still talking. You know what I mean? And I would say also mm-hmm. when we get more followers and more listeners, it would probably be more beneficial to go longer than it is now only because then which is true we'll have more you know we'll have more interaction people dishing topics to us right yeah because i'm seeing people chime in now that were weren't in earlier and it was just like when they started chi- coming in it was on the latter half and literally within the last 15 minutes right right so and then you i do see that. where we need that extra 15 to 20 or 30 minutes to right yeah to get everybody much, involved it, it, Right, and then you know, it's like you know, hello, yeah, oh, seven, but like I said, people oh. are busy, because you cut it out for a second. second. We was like, oh boy, oh, not again, no, 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 please, no, not again. <laughs> you know, like I said, like an eight o'clock t- time frame when people could be just uh, yeah, you got that radio uh, shack connection. But um, yeah, but uh, like I said, man, it it it's still in transition because we did talk about the Wednesday or Thursday thing, and like like Chris Thomas just said, he doesn't mind a two hour podcast. Um, we don't really mind it either. We just want to know that we don't want to be rambling throughout the entire time. We don't want to just be talking just to talk because we can we get tired too after a while. You know, I mean, I don't want to just ramble on stuff. Like I want our stuff to be full of content that you can actually get something out of. Well, see, that's right. the thing, uh, Fife. I, I like, I feel you on that, but like, there'll be podcasts where it's not even really a live podcast. It's just a podcast that you know was recorded. It's just really long. Sometimes it's good, but other times it's it's not so good. Because most times I get my podcast listening in when I'm either playing pure pool because I can basically play it on mute, or oh, and I need to play that game by the way. Pure you pool. haven't played I, it I yet. Need to- 
You unplayed no, it? I re- right I had, no, oh I, I don't, no, I had to re-download it on my hard drive. I played it before. Oh, I okay, it okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I, yeah, you want a yeah. game? If you want somebody to give you a game, I would probably have to give you that one because you've been slipping. Y'all you know, beat them. Um, I beat this dude. After Yo, I giving you games? That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I beat the dude that was number eight ranked in the world today. He oh, was wow. pretty bitter. Oh, yeah, wow. he was bitter. <laughs> he's bitter. He's like he, he had cheated. his mic on and everything, bro. He was just bitter. He's like, dude, that was a lucky shot. I'm like, uh, no, it wasn't. I planned that. Do you want me to call shots through my fucking headset? Like, give me a break. <laughs> like, like seriously, <laughs> seriously, like, come on, man. Great, great game. That that's probably like the best. That's probably like the most underrated game this year. Just missing a fleshed out career mode where you can create yeah. your own guy, you know. But yeah, Prominence Poker is another good one. NANA put out. That's another good one. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, real? No, nah, never mind. We'll get that next week. Yeah, no. we can take Like I said, Pure Pool is probably the most underrated game this generation. Next week, we got to talk about Snugger. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah, when we're off, next off. week. Yeah, we'll talk about that when we get offline. So we're going to mm-hmm. try to confine the next podcast. Um, Anything else y'all got? Mm-mm. What about? I got nothing else. All right, YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, all that link is in the description. Um, I had to do a little diatribe beforehand because of what happened yesterday with the um, podcast dropping. But um, I definitely appreciate everybody who supported us and continue to support. Let everybody know what's going on um, with this podcast. We're trying to grow and try to put out the best content possible. Um, I don't have anything else. One more thing. Chris Thomas asks about Sekiro Shadow Die Twice. I don't like Souls games. I don't care about them. Um, DJ, you played it, right? The closest, huh? No, I haven't played oh, it. But the closest, really, the closest to playing that game that I've played was Smooth. actually God of War. Because remember, oh. God of War, they converted to that type yeah. of gameplay style. It's the easier version of it. But I've, I've, I've literally have thought about playing it, but it's ruined for me now. Because yeah. I've watched all the kids gameplay, move, right? so it's a, well, not just kids move, but like, yeah, kid, yeah. That's a whole different subject altogether. Because I always had questions about how that challenge was even formed, and the fact that it, to me it's compromised at this point because he's allowed to get help in the chat, DJ, and I thought the point DJ, of a challenge was DJ. to like beat the game without any outside interference. And he's and he could possibly win a thousand dollars based off of that. And, but and it's just like that's they're basically they're basically giving him the money at this point. Well, wait, um, no, he, but here's but here's the thing, he's getting the money through the super chats anyway. He's gonna have a thousand dollars whether he wins or not. So you know, he wins either way. So it's good for him. And, and and the thing is, me looking at him going through this. I don't knock him at all. No, no, he, no get your money. Yeah, he's, get he's, your he's, money. Uh, the but the these day, people putting up, up challenges are crazy. Yeah, he's the one getting the W at the end of the day. That's what I'm saying. But um, World War Z, I haven't touched that game yet. I'm going to touch. I'm it. I'm not touching that game. I, I'm, that's, I'm going to get a it. cheap knockoff for Left 4 Dead, saw, and uh, it's real cheap. I saw uh. The hell's his name? I, I saw Hard Eight playing it for a little bit, but he's playing the online portion, which I really didn't care too much about. Uh huh. Um, the multiplayer. He ended up, yeah, he ended up playing the single player mode, but I turned it off. I had something to do. I'll yeah. probably go back and watch it and see how I feel about yeah, it. I, 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 think he dro- I think he dropped the game. I don't think he's even. He doesn't even like it. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, like I, it. It's like a cheapened version of Left 4 Dead. There was another game like that that, that it was like a that I have that was, <clears throat> I had gotten. I guess I got it for free. Um, that was supposed to be a spiritual successor to Left 4 Dead, and that was kind of cheap. 
So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try it out because I, I heard some good things about it. So I may try it and uh, I might give my two cents about it next episode. Um, but um, I just look at it like this: I'm a little, too, I, I'm just getting too old for cheap experiences. Because maybe ten years ago I would have enjoyed a game like that, but not now. Yeah. yeah. You sound like Rob, you sound like Robert Kraft. You're getting too old. No mind. Good. Hey, hey. And hey, that, and hey, that, hey, that hey, is actually, you know what? I actually, I actually feel for the man because he, literally, <laughs> is his is his video <laughs> the only one that's going to get publicly released? They got like what? According to the report we all read, there was like twenty of them, and his video is getting released. Somebody, I, I somebody put a hit out on him. I think the lady in the video felt for him too. <laughs> <laughs> felt for him, on him. SoundCloud, man. Check us out, man. We're going to continue to discuss, and we'll let you guys know if we're going to go Wednesday or Thursday. Um, pretty much this this episode end up going an hour and fifteen anyway. So it yeah. sounds like everything's going good on up and up. Uh. Share this with your friends, man. Share it with their friends and um, let people know what we're doing. We're going to try to continue to push this like we all have been doing. We're at episode 63, and we're yeah. going to keep going. Oh, and also one thing. I, I have been checking to see if they even – if the Sim standard even started. Them bums ain't even started yet. Oh, so. man, they need to tighten up, man. We're trying to do this to accommodate them low-key, and look what they're doing. No, nah, man. See, that's what happens when you try to accommodate right. people. You know what? We're going back to two hours, everybody. <laughs> Without them, it, it, we wouldn't be doing YouTube at the most part. You know, I mean, they're the ones Shoot, that got without me, they wouldn't have been doing Google Hangouts. Uh, yeah, 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 I was responsible no, no, for right that. that. And without, I brought that idea up to them. Without, they would mess without, around on the stuff they were paying for. And I was like, no, nah, just get on Google Hangouts. It's free. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah without mm-hmm. you guys, we wouldn't be doing Google Hangout because those that's shit. very true. <laughs> My God, let's not talk about them days. Good Lord, I've been yeah. responsible for a lot of things in this uh, community, and nobody knows. Man, I'm gonna buy you a couple buttons for that, man. Now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, guys, thank you. <laughs> Episode 63. We're going to check you guys next group forming. Check us out. Uh, for a couple podcasts. Uh, I, yeah, I like, I'm like Emperor Palpatine at this point. Uh, you let this man do the yeah, sign yeah, out. Responsible for the world being round. Oh, don't don't check tell Kyrie that. Check us all out on Twitter, man. Our Twitter handles in. The no, show. he came to grips. I let I, I let him know in the vision. <laughs> The world is not flat. What the hell are you talking about, man? And Bill's uh Twitter handle is Bill's Fourth. Catch us on iTunes SoundCloud, let everybody know. And um, check out our poll on Monday, and we're going to uh, let you guys know about the topics on that so you guys can uh, hear about our thoughts about them on then. And uh, subscribe to the channel, man. And, uh, and we'll be back next week with more things that DJ is responsible for. Y'all take it easy. Peace. All right, oh, peace out. Dear God.